Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Drunk Discussions. I am joined with Tyler, Paul, and Logan. What are you guys drinking on? Uh, well, Bush. Bush? Of course you're drinking Bush. Bush light or Bush hard? No, Bush beer, regular hard. Regular hard oh. dick beer. Bush heavy. What do you got, Logan? Uh, I got a little bit of Maker's Mark. You're going to get fucked up real quick, aren't you? Oh yeah, it's just on the rocks, baby. You know how it is. What you got, Paul? <laughs> Um, I got some New Rift and Sheepdog Peanut Butter Whiskey. Ooh, is that any good? It's not bad. Very, uh, very nutty. Yeah, it's definitely peanut butter there. Uh, I am bringing in my Inner Taco Tuesday and drinking Corona Extra and 1800 Blanco Tequila. You always drink tequila. This is something we should expect by this point, right? I love tequila. Absolutely love it. But yeah, uh, let's go ahead and roll that intro. What happened was we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salud. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. So, have you guys seen everything that's on social media? Like, do you have followers? Who's your... Or Tyler, let's start here. Tyler, who's your favorite person on social media right now? Um, it would probably be Chandler's Wildlife or um, my dude up in Michigan, Brian Barczyk. Those are the snake guys, right? Yeah. Nice. I watch them every got? day if I can. What do you got, Logan? Who's your favorite person to follow right now? Um, I don't know, man. I really like uh, Russell Brandt. Like his YouTube videos, that's what he, that's kind of. Who's who's he? Is he like a country singer? No, no, like the you know You're the kidding, right? English guy. With Russell the, Brand. Hair. Yeah. Oh, you said I th- I thought you said Bryant. Yeah, I know who Russell Brandon. Yeah, uh, Brand Stroke is. the furry wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy's fucking yeah. hilarious. Stroke who's the furry wall, Mike. That's a very hard decision. I don't Epimetheus. Um, I like him. I know it's out, out in the left field. It's a it's a historian podcast, of course. Oh, drunk, there's that guy that does drunk history on YouTube. He's pretty fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I brought all this up is, you know, I've been, and this is, it feels weird to even talk about it, right? For me, uh, and this is this is personal. I know a few of you guys have passions that you may want to share with the world, or you you really want to get out there, but you feel like you're kind of hesitated on putting it out there because you'll be judged by it and personally mine's fitness right like i feel like everyone starts out there and if they get out there and they do it for a long period of time they become you know they they start growing a following that supports them and i really want to get into fitness i i, I think doing a men's physique i want to i've been bulking for three months i've got one more month of it and then i'm gonna cut for three months and I want to be able to do a men's physique, and I think that'd be something cool. But I, I also want to share it. But I feel like I'd come off, fucking, I don't know. I don't know how to come off cool about it. 
Well, I don't think it's like you. You say you don't want to come off. You want you don't want to come off like I guess uh, douchey. I can say that right, like douchey. Yeah. It's like I think if anything, who gives a shit what people say? Truthfully, if you're happy and you want to fucking do a physique competition, because I was in your shoes like four years ago, and I was see, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what, what if I? What, how can I post this without seeming like do it in a good way? You know what I mean? But if you're gonna do it, just do it to your I guess best ability and makes whatever makes you the happiest. Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say, if it, follow your passion, my dude. Like, who, like Tyler said, who cares what people say? Granted, people are gonna say nasty and horrible things regardless of of what you post nowadays. So, I mean, you might as well just you know push out the bad and look at the good. I kind of want to get to the point. People are like, "Man, this guy's on steroids." I think that would be the highest of compliments. I really do. You're the next liver king, huh? But natural, you know. So, do you think because when they're like, "Oh, this guy uses steroids," um, you said that it's uh like an uh, you said it's uh like a compliment. I would take it as an insult because it's like it's my hard work and personal like effort going into it. Well, and the reason why I said that is because think about it like this: if somebody look, if you look at a girl and you're like. She has really, really nice tits and ass, and you think that they're fake and they're actually natural. That's a high compliment, right? I see it as this guy is so determined, and and a lot of people take it negatively, yeah. But when I see a natural bodybuilder and people are like, "Oh, that's, that guy's on trend. That guy's on PEDs, SARMs, whatever," I'm like, "He's he's natural, obviously, but he's put in that hard work and dedication to the point he thinks it's, you know, true." But like. At the same point, shouldn't they also just have a separate competition? Because I've always wanted to see, like, motherfuckers that are just straight doing steroids and seeing how big they can get. Like, just go to the, uh, you know, how far can we push humans' bodies? I mean, you've got fucking Honda Civics that are stock, right? And then they throw everything they have. They throw 20 grand at that bitch, and it's faster than a Lamborghini. You know, yeah, there's a point where the human body is plateaued, right? You can eat all you can. You can work out 10 years to have the same body as a person that's been taking, um, you know, uh, PDs. Um, uh, and, you know, get to where that guy is, where he's been at it for 10 years in a year, you know? Um, you know, they but do. But would it that. necessarily be a bad thing? Like, would it be a bad thing, though, like to say it's a negative for doing steroids? Because, I mean, those guys still lift. They still put in work. They're still getting big or it's just at a different rate. Right. I don't know steroids, so I'm ignorant on the topic. Um, you know, I have a few followers that I follow that are natural. Um, and then there's uh, I follow Seabum, right? Chris Bumstead, Mr. Uh, four time Olympic um, champion. Right. And, you know, he got caught with, um, you know, PDs, um, growth hormones, and uh, his wife took the fall for it, right? You know, they still take it. Um, you know, they just flush it out of their system before they get tested type of deal. Uh, but there is men's natural um, physiques. And you, there's a massive difference, especially with the vascularity and everything like that on people that take those hormones. Yeah. You know. I got distracted by my little girl coming and sitting in my lap now. She's so adorable. <laughs> you guys carry Super on steroids, cute. which steroids are pretty crazy nowadays because they're actually even more in-depth and strong, truthfully. Like, think, well, they had the unprotected stuff back with 
uh, what should I call it, like Arnold Schwarzenegger days, they had some crazy stuff. But uh, nowadays, there's more like thought out steroids you could take. Yeah, there's been more scientific research in them. I mean, back in the day, people were injecting synthol, which is basically just oil, uh, Vaseline essentially into their muscles. And it was a it was a direct injection of that muscle group that you wanted to appear more plump and bigger. Um, now it's it's sort of like taking a pill. Um, yes, there's still injectables. I don't know much about it. I you know I have looked into it because my wife did give me the hey once you have a kid, you can go ahead and try it out. So I might. I was gonna say, isn't it technically there's like anabolic steroids mm-hmm. and like a ball? I don't know something like that where you you ingest them. And then that become as your body breaks it down, it naturally produces the steroid, and then the injectables is directly into the muscle you're trying or group you're trying to affect, right? Yeah. There's also um, there's people out there that uh, increase their testosterone by getting just a doctor's prescription for test uh, ingestible testosterone, right? So it increases your testosterone, so you can put on muscle mass, so you can cut weight faster. Um, and what they'll do is they'll just not eat really good for three weeks straight drink a shit ton of water so their body's completely flushed out, go get a T-test, which is just a blood work, and then get prescribed testosterone, right? But, I mean, kind of recapping back, so what do you think the difference would be mentally for someone that's on, you know, let's say Facebook or Instagram showing off their work, and they are, but, you know, they don't go openly say they use steroids, and there's always going to be those comments versus someone that is doing it naturally, uh, and they're still going to get those comments. I, uh, what do you think about Kim Kardashian who says it's a real ass when obviously it isn't? It's it's unrealistic expectations. And, uh, you know, it's... Those kids are loud. <laughs> that is my wife giving my daughter a bath. I'm going to stay muted for a little bit. Yeah, you're good, man. Uh, <laughs> I think it's drink 30 and everybody should take a drink. I think Damn! I should all take a shot. Yeah, Cheers. everybody drink, including followers, as long as you're not driving. Uh, nothing wrong with a road pop. No, I'm kidding. It's, don't do that. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, I um, think uh, as far as social media goes, like my perception is different with someone posting about their body than it is with them posting about their art. And I think I've come to that realization, like kind of through this conversation, that it really is a passion as opposed to Like, you're putting a lot of time into this, a lot of time and effort into your body, and you should be proud of that. And I guess my thought process was always posting on social media about it is kind of like, it would be like, the way I thought about it previously was, it would be like me posting about all of my personal accomplishments, you know what I mean? Like, listing those and being like, this is why I'm a good person. Or that, you know what I mean? Like, kind of like that attention seeking or that, uh, what do they call that? Um, Narciss- narcissistic type of yeah. approach. Yeah. yeah. But I've kind of, I've kind of started to think more about like, okay, but when I see it, like a tattoo artist on Instagram and they're showing all this work that they've done, or, um, you know, I think we all take a peek at reptiles on TikTok. You know what I mean? And that kind of stuff, you see that and you're like, wow, that's really cool. Like, that's his passion. He really enjoys that. And I think taking that stance on posting photos of your physique because of the work that you'd put into it, like, I think I can now see that a little bit differently. And I think a lot of people probably would agree with the way I used to think about things. 
And oh. honestly, I mean, a lot of people are using the platforms as a way to, you know, if they're into, you know, physical training to get their, you know, who they've worked with or themselves and show their total capability. So, you know, it's more of like a, uh, uh, a billboard ad, you know, it's an ad for them in their, their small the business. Marketing. Exactly. Yeah. Marketing. Um, so, I mean, you got to take every single thing with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the marketing aspects of it. You know, I don't, I don't care to train people. I'm more than happy to give out my diet plan and my workout plan for free. I'm not going to coach that. I'm not trained to do that. This is just a passion of mine. So I, you know, I, I really don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a little overwhelming with the idea of putting it out there because yeah, how I'll be perceived, but maybe one day people are like this guy, I want to sponsor him. He does have a lot of followers. He has, you know, and then I get free gear from it. I think that'd be cool. Um, and not by, you know, an injectable gear. I'm talking like, you know, sponsored goods, products that I would actually use and, you know, be happy to promote. Um, you know, I really enjoy the marketing side of the world. Um, I don't know if I'd be a trainer, but if I get a following, it'd be cool if a brand reached out to me and said, Hey, do you want to make a new protein powder or do you want to make a new pre-workout? I'd be like, fuck yeah. But I was actually back to the steroids. You you brought up the, you know, what do I think about the people that say they aren't on steroids, but you know, they are, I hate those people. I think they bring false, um, implications into it that young people can definitely see. And they're like, you know, I want to get that big. And they start to realize it's unattainable after a year of putting in that dedication, sort of like how I am. Uh, you know, I recognize the differences, but young people are so, so easily able to get into that. And it becomes a point of they start realizing, I can't, I can't attain that. Let me take steroids. And then they don't know how much you're supposed to take. I'm sure there's a limit to how much you can take before you die, blow out your heart or something like that. Actually, or liver. I don't know how much steroids it take for somebody to die but yeah it would kill your liver it kills your testosterone so they're 16 taking it and you see it all over tiktok if you're on the influencer page no my question though is if you already start taking steroids right so you're like say you're a teenager and you you, you fall to this min misinformation and this guidance uh, is there a period where if you've been taking it for so long then you'll have to take it for the rest of your life I mean, you can't like once your body is not naturally naturally producing testosterone and you're, you know, supplementing it when they theoretically have to continue this process. Uh, I know it will completely wreck your liver. Uh, it can mess up your testosterone, things like that. But, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing. I do believe it is shot 30. And then let's just let's get off steroids. Let's what, what do you guys got? Let's take a shot. Cheers. So uh, on the social media side of things, it's, yeah, I mean, everyone's posting, you know, things to make themselves look better. They're always talking about the good in their life and not the, uh, and some people get by with talking about the struggles. You know, I'm sure, uh, like, what's that, uh, who's the, who's the guy that was performing at Astroworld? He's always trying to promote the good of it <laughs> and never what actually fucking happened. Yeah. You're talking about, uh, Travis Scott, like yeah, the Astroworld incident. I believe that was in Houston. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, there was literally, yeah, yeah. All I, all I heard from the video as paramedics yeah. were all those kids. Yeah. He was like, somebody's dying over there. Yeah. Or no, he said, somebody needs help over there. Yeah. Yeah. And that person's dying. It's pretty shitty. Pretty yeah. It shitty. was pretty scary. Um, it looks, I mean, 
from what I see here, it looks like, you know, 14, 16, 221, 223, and 127-year-old. So well, My thing is, is why was there a 14-year-old there, though? I feel like that's not a space for a 14-year-old to be at. Think of the age nowadays, just like what uh, us at 14 compared to kids at 14 nowadays. You know, that's why that 14-year-old was there. Yeah, I mean, when... Well, I've been to I've been to uh, like some festivals and and uh, concerts, things like that. And there's definitely some kids there sometimes. And I've I've definitely thought to myself, like, why are those kids there? But then, like, you also think about people meet at at these festivals sometimes, like the parents of the kids will meet there and they'll want to go back, but they have a kid. So, like, yeah. And also, like. It sounds like what happened essentially was people rushed to the stage and people were essentially trampled and then crushed in the crowd because it sounds like Travis Scott was like telling people like get closer to the stage like let's rave let's go crazy and it, what happened was eight people died and it sounds for I mean from what I've heard 300 people were treated at the field hospital just for that one concert so I mean, yeah, he was kind of promoting people to come up, but realistically, I don't, I don't think it's Travis Scott's fault. I mean, it's it's the mentality of all the people that were trampling other people, the, the indecency of them. I I agree with that. Like, think about it. If you let's just say you're running, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, Travis Scott, and you're running right, and then you see someone beneath you, and you're like, hmm, help him up, step around him. Hell, you don't have to help him, but step around him or step on top of his face and keep going. They chose to step on their face and keep going. It's horrible. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, isn't Travis Scott also also like the producer of the event too? So like he's the one that hired the security and he hired the people to come work the event. And he had full under from what I've been reading is he had full understanding that the event was at full capacity and that more people were going to try to get in. So, I mean, at what point do we hold the producers liable knowing the situation? I mean, eight, eight people died from crushing. That rarely happens at, at festivals regardless. Yeah, and in my experience, like, at festivals, so my thought to myself, because I saw a lot of people commenting, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, the listeners and you guys have, have seen on these posts about Astroworld, that people die or are injured at festivals all the time. It happens, and they shouldn't be there if they can't handle it, right? So I thought to myself, wow, I mean, I went to a, I remember a festival that I went to back in 2016, Electric Forest, and it was awesome. It was a good time. But I was curious. I was like, I wonder if anyone died at that festival because I didn't see anything, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. And I did find out that there was one death at Electric Forest in 2016, and four deaths between 2012 and 2016, none of them associated with crushing. All of them associated with complications due to drugs or drug overdoses. So, I mean, that kind of goes back to the thing before, because, I mean, I've been at, at festivals as well, and, you know, people have died of, of dehydration and, and other, you know, situations, kind of like what Logan said, not getting crushed because there was so many overwhelming amount of people. And we all saw the video of hundreds of people jumping the fences and running past security. Um, so yeah, I kind of with it, you're, I'm sitting kind of in the middle. You know, I don't know enough, 
and I see the people are at fault, but also potentially the producer. Like, he knew that they were going to be overboard or overloaded, though, right? So let's, let's bring up one of the largest festivals in the world, Burning Man, right? So Burning Man, the only deaths really associated with Burning Man are people that are driving and in a car accident on the way to the event. And I'm looking at it now. And people with, uh, so in 2011, there was cerebral hemorrhaging. There was a suicide by hanging in 2007. 2006, died in an RV after fainting. Nobody's died because of being crushed to death by a stampede. I mean, that's, that's insane. I mean, now there is other festivals where people have died due to stampedes, right? But the, the amount, like, how many people died of a stampede at Astroworld? I mean, don't people die every Black Friday from a stampede as well, though, too? So, like, people's natures are when they want something, they go for it, right? So, yeah, I mean, so I, that's kind of my thing. I'm on this unequal balance of who's who's really at fault to blame, if anything. Is it not just the people and the culture of the people? Well, that happens every year, right? So, Black Friday, are you going to blame Walmart? Or are you blaming Travis Scott? You know, I mean, yeah, Travis Scott, it is a he is the producer of it, but you should be blaming the, blaming these corporations for stampedes. And if that's the case, right. But then Walmart also like take now precautions because of the stampeding for Black Fridays to like have lines and like weird aisles and stuff. They did. They took precautions after they've learned their lesson. So my, I guess my question now is, how can we make festivals safer? What do you think, Tyler? What what just carry on? Sorry, I was distracted for a second. My bad. No, you're good. So, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm definitely with you. Uh, with you there, Paul. You know, it's they. I think some of it could technically be attributed to the pandemic. I mean, everyone being isolated at home, and then they're finally able to be back in a social gathering where they haven't been in a while. Maybe that's attributed to it. I I, I don't know. What do you got, Tyler? If if we're going back to the um, whose fault is it even on Black Fridays kind of too like as well not not like the venue not Travis Scott's fault it's the people and the way they hold themselves kind of you know what I mean no I get it I agree with it. it's 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 the people's fault like you you guys are all adults except for the kids that were there obviously <laughs> you know but act like it act like human beings that's all you know I understand getting crazy and raves and I know some people are fucking drunk and high and whatever else but still i don't know like i said i just it's not travis scott's fault in, at, at all unless he's like hey keep trampling like or something i don't know but i mean again kind of to the point though like I, and the question i asked before is like i guess how do we change that because i mean humans as we've seen uh really don't change you know even in the 90s they rushed to get tickle me elmo and people died for that and now it's just it's travis scott this iconic pop star that they're just wanting to see how do, is there a way around it where we can make these events safer? I mean, Walmart did it for Black Friday. Travis Scott can do it for his freaking show. Yeah, I think here's, here's what happens, though. When we're talking about a court of law, essentially what it comes down to is the precedent that's been set. In previous cases, who was found liable for X crime? You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you think about it, I forget when it was, or even what artist it was, so this is not helpful whatsoever. But uh, there was an artist uh, back in the early 2000s. 
It was a female artist who told her fans to come closer to the stage, and there were deaths associated, and she was actually found liable for those well, deaths. It's because she's a woman. Who was the <laughs> who was the artist? Share. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We're not going to skip <laughs> over the. Oh, this, he said because she's a woman. I mean, you said this was in the nineties, right? Oh, that was the. I think it was the early two thousands. So, okay, so that's at least twenty years of of women's rights, right? Oh, is this a touchy subject? Uh, you guys got quiet. <laughs> no, I'm good. I can shit. What, dude, women have it more easy nowadays, anyways, than men. Shit. No, no. Have, no. Ever, have you ever heard of OnlyFans? The only people that have it easier than men and women is trans. Oh, he got you there. Okay. All right. And the reason why I say that is the biggest celebrity in the co comedic world. I think we all know who I'm talking about. Jenner, are we going to Jenner here? No, no, I, I ain't talking about. I'm not talking about Caitlyn Jenner at all. Oh, okay, talking about comedians, right? Oh, the black okay. comedian, Dave you know, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. What's his Dave? last? Dave's always been sorry. His last special that he did. Holy shit, that was incredible, incredible. And he was like, you know what? I lost my best friend because of the trans community because she was trans and she killed herself because of the outlash from the trans community that she had on Twitter. And relating back to social media, social media is fucked. Absolutely fucked. That was a good point to bring up. Like that's that's think of how powerful that is to the point where he lost her or lot he or she. I don't know what the trans into what per, it was. I don't know, but he lost his friend because of social fucking media. That's how strong it is but, now. Aren't we seeing that more and more with social media? Kind of back to the astro world and everything we're seeing now. It's so publicized and like so put out there uh publicized sorry uh, <laughs> it's so out there for everyone to see uh and, and who knows with this new metaverse on facebook i mean who knows where this is gonna go the metaverse so back in 2000 in what was it 2011 i was playing this game called second life right and second life is this user created world where everyone is literally creating the world around them their avatars and everything like that and you essentially throw VR on top of it, and that's the metaverse, right? You're going to have businesses operating out of it. You already have fashion designers coming into it where you have your person standing in a green screen, right? And all these motion capture devices are on you. And every movement you make is replicated into the VR world, along with the handsets, the footwear, the track pads, everything that you're wearing. I'm super excited about VR. I, you know, I'm a huge tech guy. But... Um, the metaverse, what it's going to be bringing to people. Imagine, just just imagine this, right? Where we are already at with social media, people post a dress that they're wearing, right? And they get criticized, fat shamed, all this other shit. Eventually, it's going to come to a point where because you didn't buy the most recent fucking pair of sci-fi fucking shoes in the metaverse that your digital avatar is wearing, you're going to get shamed for it. That's where this shit's going to go one day. So it's kind of like Ready Player One in the sense what you're talking. Like, you, but you can, like, buy shit. So is that even healthy then for younger generations coming up behind us? Like, are they, like, we had to deal with, you know, the, the beginnings of online bullying and shaming of any kind of sorts. Isn't it just going to get worse then? Or, like, you don't have the newest uh, avatar, you couldn't afford it. 
uh, and then now you're shamed for that too. Is that even good, or is that even healthy at all? Well, I would say, to go answer your question, wouldn't it just stay the same people just keep insulting each other because of how low their self-esteem is, so they got to bring somebody else down with them kind of thing? I don't know. That's my take on that. But does anybody else recall the movie back in 2009 called Gamer? Anybody? I so brief, never heard of it. Oh, Paul. Bit. Dude, Paul, you need to watch this movie. And Logan, what? What's up, bud? What's it? Is his name Russell Crowe? Yes. That's right. Yes, that that dude right there. That that movie too. Just watching that man. Gerard, no, Gerard Butler. Yes. Gerard Butler. Yep. Gerard, yeah. Gerard, Gerard well, it Butler. is now officially added to my my watch list. So thank you for that. It, well, Bro. coming into that, sorry to cut you off, but it's like in there, there is a metaverse part of like thing where like, dude, it's fucking weird. You have to watch it. It's it's like it, it's scary almost that like people this might be a thing like seriously. So for for our listeners who don't know, Gamer is a uh, it's a movie based on being in the future of a mind controlling game. Death Row convicts are forced to battle in a doom type environment. Uh, so the convict. Oh who's Gerald Butler is controlled by Simon, a skilled teenage gamer, and he must survive 30 sessions in order to be set free. I haven't seen this. I um, have. I, I have seen it. I've seen it. I thought I, I got to watch that movie. That sounds pretty good. But oh, man. And the thing is, nobody the thing about gamer. All right. I'm not going to ruin too much this is towards the beginning of the movie, but I'm just going to say this in the past. As far as the game goes, nobody has survived 30 rounds and gotten their freedom out of all the convicts that participate. So I'm not going to ruin the whole thing, but nobody has survived. All right. Ever. Ever. <laughs> what if, what if one day, and I know they're starting to put limitations on privatized, um, uh, what do you, prisons, privatized prisons. Um, what if people that are on like death row or people that are in life for prison, their way of getting out of it one day is to participate in metaverse. Oh, just think about what it will do for prisoners. Like anyone, uh, people that are socially in debt, people that are um, in a wheelchair bound, I think there is really good uh, implications that it could apply for those types of people. So are you saying like an online like gladiatorial game? Is that what you're freaking talking about? Or are you talking in the metaverse where it's not real? Because like yeah. one is, is, isn't it more like it's a, it's a real life. You're in a gladiatorial fighting. And if you survive in that part of the movie, you survive the games, you win it. Or am I thinking of a different movie now? No gamer. Okay. So gamer, he is, he is controlled. The kid controls him like real life. He, if he dies, he's died. He's dead in real life. Like he's dead. Cause this is a controlled area that this government has control of, of all these inmates and that's just the thing. Once your inmate dies, another gamer can just sign up again and get another inmate to want that wants to do it. You know what I mean? It's nuts. I think I'm thinking Death Race. Yeah, d- yeah. Uh, death Race. Um, I think Logan was going to chime in on that. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just going to say it's that's exactly. So it's it's a it's a kid who's in prison who has been told if you if you survive. Or it's this, it's this kid that's playing, and he's controlling this inmate. And, like, if the, if the inmate survives, who's being controlled by the kid, then the inmate gets released from prison. Yep, because that kid in the video is, like, a famous gamer. Like, he's one of the best players of this 
this game of the inmate game he's his his person never dies that's why the gerard butler the main uh character is like going crazy i'm not going to spoil it but it's like it's it's just nuts it's just it's what's going into metaverse into this is crazy so I guess my next thing and my next question is as we're going back to this, where do we draw like the moral line? Where's like how far is this shit gonna go? So I'm gonna bring in another movie, which I hope you all have seen. It's got electrolytes. Does that ring a bell? Idiocracy. So idiocracy um, is essentially the dumbing down of civilization, right? A bunch of trailer park people are having sex and reproducing. And you have these giant wholesale factories and commercialized things that have just ran the world, right? Hey, let's take a shot real quick before I get into this. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Beer. Oh, tequila. Oh, it's so good. Um, So anyways, Bush, the, the dumbing down of civilization. We are already on track for that shit. You know, people are slowly getting more and more stupid. Kind of. You know, there's still a few highly intellectual people out there but we're we're on track to get to that point i i feel like we are in the next 50 years right See, i, I, I gotta i gotta disagree with that because we have technology at our hands and now you're able to search i mean yes you have to be cautious and cautious with what you search but you have the infinite web at your hands and you can learn so much more information at a younger age now i don't think we're getting dumber i think that our culture is getting I don't know what's the word for it. Like less street smart. Okay. What do you you got, Tyler? (laughs) I was going to say, do you think that we're getting, you said more intelligent. We have all this stuff at our fingertips, but it's like, is it our brain retaining that? Or is it us being little jello blobs searching it in on Google? Like, Oh, I'm so smart. I searched it on Google. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like wrong. Yeah. That's my point. Like, I don't want to be a jelly blob. I'd actually like to retain my knowledge and use it. So get somebody (laughs) and like, not have to go to my phone. What you got, Logan? I think the most important thing, too, though, to recognize is if we're freeing up our mind and we're using our resources efficiently and effectively, we can use more of our brain for other types of recall so we can perform more tasks at one time. You know, yes, there it is. I am heavily, I think all of us are, right? We're all heavily invested on TikTok when we're taking shits or well, just in general. How about this? I'm heavily invested on like TikTok and gaming itself, which helps my brain. Truthfully, people try to say it doesn't. It does. So uh, TikTok has a very, very specific algorithm, right? Mine, personally, when I get on TikTok, I see a lot of, for some reason, of course, fitness influencers on there. But I also see a lot of stupid, stupid shit, like kind of things that make me go, what? What the fuck is this? Like, this is these are people that exist. What's like your, a dude uh, striking matches with his titties for some reason. I don't get it. You're talking about that Chinese guy that pulls yeah. that cloth? Yes, yeah. that's on my shit. What's on your algorithm, Tyler? <laughs> Dogs? Uh, no, so... I have titties! A, well, no, I already should. Dude, okay, so I have my, my usual snake content because I follow a lot of people that just have a bunch of snakes and shit, and I love seeing everybody's snakes. So anyway, that's given. Um... But then I get, for some reason, I get, like, weird disabled people trying to be sexy. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I, and, and like, and I'm not, and small people. I get a lot of small people coming through. I swear to you. But that's so, my, I mean, that, 
football. Oh yeah, football comes through a lot, but yeah. So my, um, again, my thing is is going back to like how the implications of it all. So like we're seeing now, you know, the overreach of companies and government with inside these, you know, online social versus or, or social media platforms. What's going to stop them from, you know, pushing their tentacles into all of us in the metaverse, where eventually we're just all going to be sitting there like little freaking robots clicking and buying away and, and, you know, spending on things that actually really are not of this world. Like they're not even applicable or at real objects by any mean. And that's for trying to get cryptocurrency. Carry on. So that kind of brings up. So for the in order for a corporation like Meta to go ahead and do that, they have to make sure people are actually able to buy this shit, right? So they, I don't think they're going to get to the point until they can uh, involve people in making money on the Meta platform. You probably selling to it. I would, I would implement ways for people to support stuff in the real world. But what I'm kind of weirded out about is how like have you ever gotten accidentally onto like other countries fucking tiktoks like i'm big on new zealand right now and i have some shit coming over from china I'm like what the fuck so because i was close to russia i've had a lot of russian tiktoks and i follow a lot of russian people actually were they any different like i have some russian followers on they TikTok are very and... sorry they are very different uh like it's just the way they live, what they get, what they buy, the way that, like how their day goes is so different compared to our average American shitty fat day. Like <laughs> what what do you mean? Like is it food based or though it's like theirs is all every other country is like fitness based and like every like I'm sorry, but America, we're fat as fuck. <laughs> like that's a given. <laughs> I don't think we're number one right now. I think Japan is number one There's on no obesity. Way. No, no, ball? we're number one. We're number one for sure. We're the number one in COPD and heart deaths too in the world too. Really? I'm looking it up right yeah. now. Looking it up right now. On my um, TikToks, all that comes up is just dumb stuff. Literally just of... the dumbest and darkest humor. I like <laughs> to see those ones where comedians call out hecklers. I do you know like what I'm those. About? Those are those are my favorite. And then like... uh I, I like I like funny stuff where where kids say like funny or dark shit to their parents. Have you seen those ones? <laughs> I have. I know what you're talking about. Um, and oh. then some of them are like, man, I can't wait to have a kid one day. And some of them are like, holy shit, they're devils. I don't ever want to have a kid. You know what I mean? It's a very toss, toss and turn. It's tugging at my heartstrings. I get uh, parent stuff. Like there's this one girl that has like her little baby. She's a mom. And she'll like do memes of like just shit with kids. And I get it so fucking much. <laughs> you're talking well, I mean, about my... You're talking about Drew Lynch, right? The stand-up that goes... He's got, like, a stutter, and he, mm -hmm. he goes after the, the hecklers. That dude is funny as hell. Uh, Logan, that's what Logan was talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, uh, mostly, you, oh, I got dogs on my TikTok and shit. We're not even the top 10, uh, according to 2016, which I don't know why I can't find recent data. We're not even the top 10 for not, it. A lot of the islands have the, the highest obesity... Is, is that out of just pure population or That's actual number of people? You know what I mean? Like, how do I describe that? Or how do I ask that question correctly? <laughs> like, there's 360 million people in the United States, dude. You're talking about percentages. So, like, out of 
this amount of population, this is the percentage of obesity. Is that what we're looking at here with the populations on these islands? The total number? Huh? Yeah, I, I guess it would be based off of... Um, so, so like, Nauru is the smallest island nation. Obesity is a, a symbol of affluence, um, success, and social status. So a staggering 94.5% of Nauru's 10,000 residents are deemed to be overweight. Um, so uh, almost half of them, 5,000 people on that island are considered obese. So that's just going like what Logan was saying, overall, like a percentage rate of how many people were fat. But I'm saying overall, like the most obese people we have a lot. I mean, there's got to be one for that, too. So, the, yeah, the U.S. is technically the most obese country globally at 36 percent. Yeah, I think. And that's very, very interesting that you bring that up, Connery, because in a lot of countries, um, including India, which I've learned a lot about, thanks to my beautiful partner. Um, that is very true. Obesity is a symbol of affluence. And to dig in that just a little bit deeper, the reason that is, is you have a lot of food to eat, which means you have a lot of money. You have a lot of time on your butt not exercising, which means you have a lot of money. So I think that's a very interesting difference between American society and other societies is you can be six, my 600 pound life and make $20,000 a year. Or if you're super rich, you have an island where you bring all of the kids to. And that's big in the news right now. There we <laughs> well, go. It's not as big as we would all hope, though. I feel like this should be a nationally televised case, and they purposely went out of their way to make sure it wasn't televised. Yeah, I mean, it's so you have uh, and of course, our listeners, we are talking about this a little bit earlier than we're releasing it. But uh, Janine Maxwell is going through court right now, and their only excuse for not televising it is because there's a lot of sensitive information about underage individuals on it. Well, obviously, you know, that's a fucking case. All the way down to four years old, being trafficked. Tra tra oh, the shots trafficked, are trafficked, in. Trafficked. 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 You know what that means? It means take a drink, listeners. Yeah, take a drink. Take Shot. a drink. <clears throat> But my Ooh. thing is, is, you know, how televised things are in the United States is all based on publicity. And, like, the Epstein situation was very big. It was all over the place, you know, him uh, not committing suicide. Uh, but either way, regardless of that, that's such a big topic that you would think that this Maxwell case would be so much bigger. Okay, it, it should be. I agree. Yes, it totally should be bigger, at least more on people's minds. Like, it's kind of, it's very important. Like, I think, because I have kids, so I think it's important. But I just read this, no lie, I'm sorry. I got <laughs> it says on the autopsy, of it was like, it, appe it appeared likely that Epstein had thrown himself violently off the cell's top bunk, which would explain the damage he suffered other than strangulation. Yeah, Please let tell me, me just that's not fishy. Please. Throw myself <laughs> off the bed. Yeah. Oh, violently. Hold on, hold on. He threw himself violently. That's a defense. That's a defense attorney. That's writing that up. Is what that is. <laughs> this motherfucker was dolphin diving off the top bunk, going like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm I'm so curious on what's happening in that courtroom. They really need to televise it. I need another beer. Go get you another beer. My biggest thing, actually, can we mold these two conversations into one real quickly? Like, I have a question. 
since we're talking about like metaverse and we're talking about virtual reality, do you think there will be a point in our lifetime where we could all virtual reality click into and watch a trial live? Uh, So they're already doing that with like football games and other games like that. Absolutely. Um, So as far as me being big into the fitness world, there's this trackpad that you can run on and it, it, and it clips you in. And uh, there was this guy that actually ran the length of Skyrim, right? So he was in Skyrim on the headset and he was running it. He ran 10 miles with a headset on and he said it got to the point that he felt like his, his, the outside world didn't exist anymore. And he felt like he was there because he was just so physically drained running, running that mileage. Um, He's really big on, uh, big on YouTube, but I think it's definitely going to get to the point where we're able to just whatever you want. It's just like TV. You click channels, you do the exact same thing in VR. I do think we're going to get to that point. What you got, Logan? Yeah, I think that's very, very, very interesting. I mean, thinking about, we were talking about obesity, we've been talking about VR, and now you're talking about this guy who ran 10 miles on Skyrim. That makes me think, like, honestly, if we're talking about obesity and fitness and VR, I think that VR could provide... I mean, I always made the joke, um, I'm not running unless I'm being chased. VR, that's possible, right? I mean, so, I mean, there's some some motivations that could be added to the workout, honestly, with VR, right? But I think what what I would like to see is something like Ready Player One, where you don't have, like, you were talking about a trackpad. I'm assuming that's kind of like a treadmill. What if we had that that went all directions? Yeah, it's it's an omnidirectional trackpad is what it is. And you're wearing these uh, carpeted shoes and there's this almost like a gimbal that attaches to your chest um, and you can put on haptic feedback um, components like hands where you can feel kind of it, it, it limits your movement of your hands as you're gri- gripping something, right? Almost as if you're grabbing something. Uh, the chest piece that goes over you straps you to this gimbal that's on a 360 um, spinning wheel almost. And then your feet are on a concaved, um, device where you are, are, you're almost running on like a, uh, a, a, a pretty much a concaved, um, treadmill. Think and of standing on the inside of an egg. Sorry to cut you off, but think no, of standing on the inside of an egg. Carry exactly on. like that. Exactly like that. And you can move in all directions and it also, uh, can go up and down. So you can, you can jump, you can squat, you can move around just like you would. And something like that, if if that is the only option in the future, yes, I see more fit people in the uh, the metaverse. However, um, Elon Musk with his Neuralink, I you know people are yeah <laughs> Tyler in the background is kind of just raising Daddy to, Musk, Daddy Musk, oh, Daddy there. Musk. <laughs> um, with something like a Neuralink, I definitely see it being a possibility of your thoughts are transmitted into a device that allows you to essentially think of your actions. And if it ever gets to that point, which we're definitely getting to that point in the next 10 years, obesity is going to be more prevalent. I really see that. But money, uh, money, <laughs> money is, is going to play a part. I mean, th- these things aren't cheap. Your headset's 300 500 bucks your computers a thousand dollars your track pads three thousand dollars right now you know things are going to definitely come down in cost just like the vr headset when it first came out 
you have the HTC Vive and things like that that were four or five thousand dollars. It's going to become more common stance that it's affordable for people. Yeah, and I wonder sometimes, you know, if if old Jeff had had one of those VR devices, would he have suicided? <laughs> Look, okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> so there's this movie, and I think it is Gerald Butler, where this person puts the phone up to their head to answer a phone call. It's like prison escape or something like that, and the phone explodes. I think Clinton's still able to do that shit. <laughs> Heart attack gun. Poison from flowers. What you got, Logan? Untraceable. No, I'm just, I'm thinking about how crazy that would be if, like, I could get into a formula car. Like, in, like, if I sit down in this car and, like, honestly, I think that may be a pioneer, right? In the VR, like, metaverse for racing, because how much easier would it be to create a cockpit that would be fully haptic to make you feel exactly what you should be feeling if you were in a car in real life, as opposed to getting a suit that form fits to the human body. And you're having to account for all these variations in size. Yeah. I mean, a few straps can definitely change the, the sizing, but I don't know. I mean, it, we've got a lot of things coming in the future that are definitely unknown right i mean futurama did it uh episode it was like the first season episode four right they go to the they go to the moon fry's like i want to go to the moon and then he's like he sees somebody in vr and then there was somebody in vr vr right it's gonna start getting to that point and we're not that far off i don't think we are yeah so anyways guys thank you so much for listening to drunk discussions stay tuned for next week episode it is dropping on monday to the meantime, you guys stay drunk, stay happy, and like, comment, and what share. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Well, we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. The Eagle has landed.